0: Today's show is pre recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know y'all better act on like that. Hat on, suit on, suit looking on. like a trap of dawn. Give me the cat dog, giving a mood on, dress like the million bucks, bucks, <laughs> things in its cub. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me, who could it be? but Steve Harvey, Hart. Oh, yeah.
1: Do your thing, uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. <laughs> yeah, I do. Tickle me when I say it, but I do. Like I say always, it just is a constant reminder of, of how good God has been. So my question to you is, what's stopping you from having the life that you want what's stopping you from having the life that you want i know a lot of people who have given up on achieving the life of their dreams but i know they'd still want them if they could get to them but they just allowed to settle for so many reasons so who i'm talking to is you today what's really at the core of stopping you what is that is it your friends or your associates? Is it the fear of what you think somebody else will think of you if you decide to change? Is it what I used to call the call of the while? Wow? Is it the fact that you keep thinking that the thing that you're doing that's providing you these momentary moments of pleasure that really ain't really good or healthy for you, you don't want to stop doing that because you've got just a little bit more something else you want to do? I call that the call of the wild. You know, it's just out there. Them streets is calling you. Them lights is calling you. You know, them girls is calling you. Them guys that's on the wrong side keep calling you. You can't seem to make a decision about the right guy. You keep picking the wrong guy all the time. What is it that's stopping you from having the life that you really want to have? So whatever the reason you're choosing, that's the reason that's stopping you from having the life that you want to have. It's no good, because at the end of the day, here's the real deal. See, God is available, and God is available for all of us, and God has a plan for all of us, and God wants the very best for all of us. That's the truth of the matter. So now, what are we going to do to get started having that life? First of all, if it's your friends, I want you to understand something. Your friends can't save you. A lot of your friends offer no real help for you. Most of your friends don't have the answer themselves. I mean, it's just a wide range of reasons. And misery loves company. So usually when your friends are in a bad position, they kind of like company in that bad position. Your friends ain't going to church. You're going to be their friend. They don't really want you to go to church. You know, your friends don't pray. So why would they offer up prayer as a solution to you? You know, your friends don't really really get uh the fact that if you treat people better people would treat you better so what's that so your friends are a lot of times the reasons you know the peer pressure of what and then the thought in your mind of what they gonna think once they find out i don't do what they do anymore who cares what they think other than you i mean really you can't let what somebody thinks of you stop you from having the best life you wanted to have if i went by that theory right there i wouldn't i wouldn't even be on this mic this morning i would have never become a stand-up i would have had i listened to the people around me who clearly told me when i quit my job to pursue this boy don't you quit your job you got a family boy don't you do this you ain't got no bit that ain't ain't no security in that. Get yourself a job. Go down here and work your brother. Go to work over here. Go to, I heard all of that. I didn't let that stop me from pursuing this. Why would you allow that to stop you from pursuing your relationship with God so you can have the best life you could possibly have? You gang bang because they've convinced you that this is the family situation and love that you don't have. And they've convinced you that this is your only way, your only source of getting over. And then you drum up these ignorant reasons, man, for staying with it. that wanting to be accepted by a group of people who trying to get you to accept a way so you can further their progress, to even prove that you worthy to be around them, you got to commit some type of crime, to even prove that you worthy to be around them. Then when you get busted on the crime, what happens to that? Where your family at now, they don't come down there to see you because guess what? They can't turn in their ID at the desk at a law enforcement center, That's one, more, that's one more nail in that coffin. That's one step closer to that third strike where you ain't going to ever get out. It's one step closer to that graveyard. You keep on. Why would you not give God a try? Why would you not go and see what your life could really be? What is it that's stopping you? Because, see, I got news for you. There's nothing like waking up free. But you know, it ain't ever too late to get back to that. It ain't ever too late to turn around. It ain't ever too late to get your life together. It ain't ever too late to seek God. And it ain't ever too late to pray. Don't forget to pray. Don't be ashamed to pray. And don't be too proud to pray. Because prayer changes things. Prayer change people too. I'm a witness to that.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, let me have it now. Undivided attention, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Live in color, mostly color though. Oh boy. Man, I feel good today. So much better than yesterday. I don't know, I was just a little off yesterday. Crew, I have to apologize to you. Just wasn't myself yesterday. But I got it together, prayed about it, got myself together. God gave me another date, another chance. I had the right outlook. Everything, man, I'm on top. I'm on top, even if it don't look like I'm on top, because I know when I come through this, he's going to have me on the other side, and I'll be on top. All right, all right. Hey, Shirley Strawberry.
3: (laughs) Hey, Steve. I'm (laughs) glad to see you and hear you're in such a good mood. Thank you.
1: Yeah, my trainer about to lose his damn mind, though. I'm going to have to talk to his young ass, uh, Carla Pharrell.
0: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) then. Good morning. What's up, crew?
1: That, that damn junior (laughs) boy.
0: Morning, everybody. Morning, crew. Morning, unk.
4: Pimping nephew Tommy. Yay, yay. I'm in the building. I'm here. I'm here.
1: I'm Whoa. here.
0: Yeah. So yeah, what's going
1: on with yeah the trainer? With the... Oh yeah, the trainer, he uh 29. <laughs> he don't he we have a disconnect sometime.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, just it's a slight difference. Yeah, yeah, you know, I be going I be going do what? Yeah, 30 of them. 30? I said, don't mm. you, you're not even 30. And you asking me to do the 30 of them, for, why? Mm-hmm. But there's an element in me that's kind of ignorant. Mm-hmm. I don't like for somebody to think I can't do something. So then I do the damn 30, even if it kill me. And it mm-hmm. do be killing me. I have been sweating, been getting it in though. I'm enjoying it. I ain't got nowhere to go. I ain't got no job, so hell.
3: You do have a job. You're on it right now. Hello. Yeah, but yeah. after this is when I
1: meet him, though. I meet him after this. So, you know, ain't like I say I got nowhere to go. i tell you one thing, though. Something happened to me that ain't happened to me in a long time. What? After I got through working out, guess what I did, y'all? What? What? I took a damn nap. Yeah, I was asleep. I knew
0: it. There
1: you go. Don't it feel Boy,
3: good? You're so regular it's now, Scheduled Unscheduled Steve. nap. How did that feel?
1: I fell asleep and woke up and was actually mad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why?
1: I don't know. I thought it was a sign of weakness. Oh
0: goodness. To
1: recharge?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I needed that nap to so yourself. damn
1: bad, but I got mad at myself for taking a nap. <laughs>
4: like a good nap though. Oh, Me too. <laughs> I mean like, we can't. Good like sure a nap.
1: But yeah, that's get just get, it, though. That was the problem. I had to realize, Steve, you can do that because you ain't nothing else to do.
3: Right. Get your yeah, rest. Well, while you gotta Yeah.
0: What, Junior? You ain't got nowhere to be, huh?
1: I know, You're dog. Right. But I'm. That's crazy. I'm wired to think different. I'm. I, I'm ignorant, man. I got. I got to do something with myself. Wait.
3: Said the man who watches a tree grow every day. Okay. So. Yeah. 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 That's how real <laughs>
4: it is. Man, <laughs> looking out the window. Mm-hmm.
1: Looking you right? through the window <laughs> It's going right. to be
4: all right. The window
3: to
0: your
3: heart All right, well, listen, Steve. Coming up at 32 in 32 minutes after the world. hour, we're going to do a little Ask the CLO. The people want to hear from you, Steve, the, the chief window. love officer, right after all right. this. All right, when I get through singing. <laughs> the window <laughs> well, now. To your heart.
2: He had a nap, he's so
3: yeah. yeah. baby.
2: Oh, yeah. You're listening to the Steve
3: Harvey morning show. All right, Steve, here we go. This is your time. Time to ask the CLO, the chief love officer. This is from Anonymous in the US, okay? <laughs> <That> <laughs> he really did that. Yeah. He
5: they don't really want don't to want to, to know. Trying to give everything. That's right. Mm-hmm. Who they
3: are. All right, here we go. I'm so embarrassed for cheating on my wife. But I get so turned on by my girlfriend being half naked and smelling good and her house smells good and she's feminine and freaky at the same time whenever I'm with her. This is what I long for from my wife, but she no longer gives me that. I want Mm -hmm. the same little freaky and fine woman back that I married. Why do some wives think it's cool to let the spark go out of their marriage? Steve Harvey, (laughs) C-L-O.
1: Well, Mm. dog, listen to me. Careful. I don't think that you can blame Mm -hmm. women for this. Women are reactionary creatures. And I have found through experience, if you dig deep behind it, it's usually due to something. If the spark is gone in your wife, could it possibly be anything you've done to stop igniting the spark,
2: mm, uh-oh.
1: and and, and mm-hmm. I'm just, and look and look, man, real. I'm just, I'm just I'm I'm just keeping it one hundred with you, because women are very reactionary people. They can't just mm-hmm. hop into the sack when you're ready. They have to have a reason, and if we stop giving them the reason, then it can affect that. Now, what you've done is the atypical thing that a lot of men will do if you're not getting what you want at home some men go outside to find it Mm -hmm. this will eventually backfire Mm -hmm. sad to say it will eventually backfire now this woman who is uh, feminine freaky fine house always smelling good and all like this she probably ain't running behind no kids either Mm -hmm. So she can be freaky, feminine, and fine. And you only come over there every now and then. So all she got to do is pull it together every now and then. You with your wife on the day-to-day, year-to-year.
3: Especially in the quarantine.
1: And Mm -hmm. so, bruh, I, I know you want it back, so in order to get it back, you got to give back to her what you used to give. And if you think about it closely enough, i can almost assure you if you retrace your steps you can find something that you stopped doing
3: uh-uh. all right all right put it back on him steve i like yes. it this one's from carmen in mobile alabama it says steve i heard you talking about a man that got caught having sex in a car with another woman i have had that same problem twice mm-hmm. The what? first time I, got, wow. I caught my husband and his mistress in a secluded parking lot having sex, we split for a second, and then I let him come home. He was dumb enough to do it again and got caught again. I am divorcing him now. Why is it that men can't be honest and let us know they don't want us?
2: Why
1: is he parking over there? Where well, where is he parking at first? <laughs> yeah. And Idiot. why is he in that the same no. damn car? <laughs> and where is his money for a room? <laughs> and who is this heifer that likes to get done in the car? Of course. There's so many things I want to answer mm-hmm. to that one. You know, you, you it's not why men won't tell you they don't want you. You got a pretty trifling ass man.
2: Yeah. that keep having hey, sex
1: in a car. How old is he? <laughs> yeah. And damn, good riddance. You mm-hmm. should be ready to get rid of him. You're getting rid of a low-class dude. Can I go back to the first question?
3: Yeah, <laughs> the one about uh, the the man who's embarrassed for cheating on his wife, but yeah, he had a now, tricky, fine and, girlfriend.
1: Yeah, and so now, like I said, but now, with that being said, men, you have to retrace your steps. There are some women who do stop and let themselves go cause they think it's okay because we're well, here, we married now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some women, I have seen this with my own eyes. Fortunately for me, that's not my case now, but I've seen it with my own eyes and I got a lot of friends who complain about it. Not a lot, but a few. And there are some women who let themselves go. And that's a sad thing. And then you expect your man to have the same fire and it's not there. And if you've been with a woman for another, a number of years, you know, it's it, it's it's the same. You know, ain't no whole lot of new moves you can try. It's, it's
3: the same. <laughs> it I like is, your birth answer better. Uh, yes. Pat and t <laughs> New Jersey, I just blame the man. throw that other part out there, too. <laughs> blame the man. Pat yeah. and t New Jersey, CLO Steve says, I celebrated my 59th birthday over the weekend on Zoom with my girlfriend. I am quarantined alone, so it made me feel special. Most of my exes texted and called me to say happy birthday. Uh, yes, I am friends with all of my ex-boyfriends, like Shirley. Uh, Wait a minute now. But one of them them took it a bit far, and he wants to come over and bring me a special birthday gift. I've been very careful about staying in and being safe, but a little sex would be nice right now. Do you think it's too risky to let him come over?
1: Well, you know, here's the deal. He's your ex-boyfriend. You already know him, and you got feelings for him anyway. Now, here's the thing. You got two things. You got to protect yourself because they have several diseases now, and uh, one of them you can protect yourself with a condom. Now this other one, they have no protection for it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Come over there kissing. Next thing you know, your ass in the hospital. With uh, don't need fibrosis in we... your damn lungs, and we don't have no cure for this right now. Right. So you can let his ass come over there, but you don't know where he been. Right. So you can have sex and protect yourself with a condom, and you can just invite that Corona on over to the house.
3: It's too risky, Steve. Yeah. Hell yeah, even with a mask on, y'all. We can't. I don't give a damn with a mask.
1: <laughs> it's too risky, yeah, it's a stupid. mask don't yeah. stop nothing when you having sex. All right, thank you, CLO. We appreciate we you. We know, got N95. Most
3: people ain't got the <laughs> N95, Tommy. Coming up next, Nephew Tommy will run that prank back right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national coronavirus news update. Also in entertainment news, Kanye West is now a billionaire. And Basketball Wives* star Jennifer Williams said she was a victim of a scam and her Range Rover was stolen. Uh, we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev?
4: Man, I miss your wife. Dude, I miss your wife, man. Man, I miss your wife. Man, I miss your wife.
0: Man, miss your wife. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds so convincing. Run it for me, cat.
4: Hello? Hello, uh, Sandra? Who? No, This, ain't no, this ain't no Sandra. Uh, okay, my bad, my bad. How, how you doing, bro? This, uh, this, uh, this Trent? Yeah, this me. Who this, bro? Who, who's hey, this? what's Who, up, bro? This Gordon, there? man. Just go. I'm just man. I'm you know what man. I'm just calling, checking on people. See how y'all doing? I know everybody locked down, man. Y'all all right over there? Yeah.
6: yeah, yeah. Hey, Sam, We good, man. Who 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 is Gord? Gordon? Well I know you from?
4: <laughs> okay, man. You don't who I am. All right. Don't worry. Don't swear at me like that. I, I ain't tripping, dog. I'm just calling. See how y'all do? How the kids doing, man? You no, know, everybody good, man. You
6: know it's, it's just hard being away from. Them, though. You know gotta work, man. Been out here driving these trucks, man. You know. But they had yeah, family, you you. Man.
4: You the one they say you drive the, uh, drive stuff to uh, to the grocery stores.
6: Yeah, you feel me? You gotta take care of the city. You know, gotta get out of here, man. I, I feel good about it. The only thing is, put my, put my health out there on the side, on the, on the line, man. For, but but for the it's for the good of the people, so I, I can't complain. But, but but hold on again. What, how could how could I help you, bro?
4: Ah, uh, man, I was just caught. like you know, man. I I I. said a lot of people I ain't seen, man. A lot of friends or whatever. Right. So. You know, I'm just calling right. around, man. I be, you know, just doing a little wellness check, checking on people, man. Like, you know, a couple of my partners, you know, I, I checked on some. Some of them kind of sick. So I'm just just making my rounds, man. I hadn't hollered at child in a minute. So I was like, okay, let me let me check on Trent and Sandra, see how they doing. And, uh, yeah, I, I actually thought uh, uh, Sandra was going to answer the phone. I, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, so, yeah, just checking on y'all, man. Just trying to see everybody safe, man, in this time like this here. Yeah, we...
6: Yeah, we good, bro. You, know, you said Sandra, you you was made to expect the other answer of the phone. What, what, about what, Alright,
4: let me just go on say it like this here, dog. <sighs> man, I miss your wife, dog.
6: Wait, wait. What what you mean you miss my wife, don't, I don't understand what you trying to tell me right now.
4: I understand, man. This has just been I mean this whole this whole lockdown time. Oh man,
6: just... check this out. My brother, check this out, Samo. I've been driving trucks twelve hours. I ain't got time for no food on the small. On, fam, I'm tired. You know what I'm talking about? You calling me? Talking about you and my wife and all this crazy, shit, bro? Who are you? What you want with just, my wife?
4: I just miss her, man. I just miss her.
6: Fam, you, you sound know?
4: too and lusty on this phone talking
6: about you miss her. Shit. That's the love of my life, man. What the fuck is you calling here looking for my
4: wife, folks? I just want to say, Sandra is she 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 my everything, man. I just miss her. You know this what? whole.
6: Wait, wait, what? Yo, everything. Man, quit f- playing with me on this phone, fam. Who, who is this, man? Who is this?
4: Like I said, man, my name is Gordon, dog, And, 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 Gordon, and you know, man, I'm normally... What
6: you know, with, with my wife, man? What you doing with my wife, man? Talk about you missing shit, man. Listen, fam. You calling here, talk about you missing my wife and shit, man. What you to did with my wife, man? How you know my wife,
4: man? Hey, let me ask you this, dog. Do you think when all this is over that we can actually spend some quality time together? Without, man, if you, you... Without you know, tripping?
6: Maybe you got me mixed up with one of the other pot ain't nobody spending no time with my wife if it ain't me, fam. What what the f is you even talking about on my phone? What type of d- you to call me and ask me to spend some time with my wife? What type of d- you do that, man? Where you from, famo? We don't do that out here, man. You like to get your m- <sighs> that's what playing with me on this phone, dog. You call me talking about your name Gordon. some goofy ass names, d- like that, bro. Get up out of here, man. Yo, who the f- I know, I know what time it is. This Wayne. D- Wayne like to play like this because I can't believe a <laughs> call me talk about my wife. This man. this she ain't
4: gotta, this ain't no this ain't Wayne dog. Look look, I'm
6: just gotta be Wayne or either Leonard Jerome one of them man. Look look, I know y'all like. To how play long with how guys, long before
4: mama. how long before Sandra come back man?
6: She ain't never coming home. Don't call me talk crazy about my wife. Hold on, I know who this is. This is Greg. Greg. Greg.
4: This ain't this.
6: Great, quit playing, Greg. I know how y'all like to get down, I man. I ain't got time, man. I'm tired, man. You call me with this bull, man. Talking about my wife, man. What, what Hey, who, is, who the f- is this, man? Dude, I just want to
4: know if I can spend some quality time when the you virus is over. You can't
6: spend no motherf- time with my woman. You at your f- man, man. Stop playing on my phone, man. It's too late for this, sh- man. Y'all
4: okay, say, how long, how long, go, for son- How long for Sandra get back, man?
6: Man, don't ask me no question about my wife. You come to my house, you going to see me. Now what?
4: See, I knew you was
6: going to act like this, man. God. No, nah, bro. What's happening with you been calling me, talking about my wife and shit? man? You a Wayne and Greg. Y'all want to play with me, man. I ain't got time for This ain't
4: Wayne. This not no Wayne or person. Greg, dog. Greg, this ain't no Wayne.
6: Play, man.
4: Okay. Put playing this with ain't on w-
6: my mother phone, man.
4: Do I need you to call back and, get, and wait the time you get there?
6: Man, they, you call back here, bro. You going to be met with something else, boy. Don't call my motherf- house no more, player. You got me f***ing. All right. Why are you breathing okay. all hard, shit, man? In my phone, man, get up.
4: Off oh, phone, I just, I, I'm trying to be nice and tell you, I miss your wife, man. I miss her. You know, oh, oh, hey, let me tell you something. Don't say that shit one more time.
6: Don't say that shit no more, man. Don't call here talking about my wife, man. Who you think you're talking to, man? Who is this on my phone playing, man? Who is this man playing on my phone? Greg, man. Greg, I know that you, man. Quick- Playing with me, man. My this ain't wife, no Greg. Hey, I'm calling a... my mother phone talking about my wife. You at your man,
4: man. Okay, so you let me ask you this, man. Man, man. Okay, okay. Is okay, hold on, hold on. Got... Trent, let me ask you this then. Is Victor your supervisor at the job? How the you know him? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is nephew Tommy, baby. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Victor got me to prank phone call with you. <laughs>
6: I mean, you playing games, man. <laughs> hey, you playing games with a real d <laughs> on this phone, ba- son. <laughs> hey, you about to make me come out the crib, man, in this <laughs> epidemic come find your <laughs> ass, man. <laughs> I'ma I'm <gonna> snatch that <laughs> mask off and bust him in his mother's <laughs> mouth. <yeah. laughs>
4: I'm about to go hey, man. To find her and see what's happening. Trent, what is the baddest and I mean the baddest radio show in the land?
6: There ain't nothing but the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You better believe. It. Woo! Hey, man. Trent
0: was hey,
1: about the I tell you business. Man. Trip <laughs> Bible Trent Bible. is my favorite person <laughs> <laughs> on this damn earth, man. <laughs> Trent, man. Hey, man. Hey, Tommy. Can I do? Hey, dog. Hey, hey, man. You know what we should do what's up live on the air can we call some of these people i just want to i just want to talk to tripp and thank him man for just representing the, the, for all the real I, I'll men tripped.
4: i yeah. I'll get tripp before the week is up oh. i get him before boy before. No, that's so i just
1: want to say thank you man man your blackness man thank you
4: Real oh, estate. Really. All right,
3: Ned, <laughs> thank you. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Well, guys, Kanye West has made it. He is a billionaire now. However, according to Forbes senior editor Zach O'Malley-Greenberg, Kanye took issue with the Forbes list of billionaires. He lodged several complaints about it. Then Kanye had his staff send the magazine paperwork that called an authentic numeric uh, look into Kanye Inc. After Forbes reported Kanye's worth as $1.3 billion, he actually sent a text to the money crunchers. It's not a billion, he said. It's $3.3 billion, since no one at Forbes knows knows how to count so as it appears kanye is still on the forbes list for 1.3 billion okay they didn't change damn yeah they ain't changed nothing
1: i'll tell you one thing it don't make a damn bit of difference you on the list because whatever you can buy with 3 billion Mm -hmm. you can get the same damn thing with one
0: yeah. And boy, Kanye. I didn't know
1: that boy. That boy, that boy, clocking them now.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, I don't know Kanye.
1: what he did, how he did it, but man, I'm happy for him. His
3: music
1: and those easy things, alone. Uh
3: huh.
1: Uh huh. I got to get me a damn tennis shoe, man. <laughs> the Stevies. <laughs> I need some tennis shoes and some
3: liquor. Oh,
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> man.
3: <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> Kanye. You made it. Oh, hey, 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 yeah. boy. Well, in <laughs> other entertainment news, more drama with basketball wives star Jennifer Williams. Jennifer yeah. said that a con man who was her ex stole her Range Rover after she said she was a victim of a scam. Jennifer said that this man has conned many women and men out of vehicles and large amounts of cash. Jennifer does have a lawyer and she said that there is active investigations going on now. Meanwhile, the guy, A. Nichols, who uh, she is accusing, has posted a lot of text messages and receipts from Jennifer on social media, and he is speaking out against all of her allegations. He also posted that uh, you could track a Range Rover. Jennifer said it's from a fake account.
1: But well, How does somebody take your car from you? That, and you're an intelligent person.
3: Yeah.
1: I don't, I don't know.
3: I It's...
0: Now, I'm other people have come out and said something. that this guy has conned them, too, but mm-hmm. it just seemed like, to me, she always is some mess oh, to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, <ladies, laughs>
1: but, ladies, let me ask you something. Uh-huh. Yeah. In yeah. this day of reading, how do you take my car from me? What did you say? What did I sign, sign that I yeah. didn't read that allows you to have my car, and you tricked me out of it? Now, yeah. were you putting it up against a loan? I,
3: I don't know. I
2: it's, it's a
0: how. bunch of text messages that are posted on a lot of the blogs I was trying to read. and mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: I just,
1: well, I
0: it's it it. just something. It's something Somebody else with this. I just, just want sure. to
1: talk about it. I'm not trying to research it.
0: No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't research oh, okay. it either. But it was there and I was reading the receipts that he
1: said he posted. Like, oh, no, Carla. Carla, I think right? you should. Oh, I <laughs> think <laughs> you should. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I can't find a damn thing online when I'm looking for it. So, <laughs> I'm still waiting on man? these keto spices to come to my house from Amazon Prime that I ordered. Because they told me they was going to be in my house yesterday yeah. by 6, a uh, tracking number, and they never came. But they said 6 o'clock. It's been two weeks. It's so just some damn spices. Right, I'm
0: nice yeah, huh? No, nice.
1: I'm tired. Don't no, play with me. <laughs>
0: Steve, it is a pandemic. They probably weren't. don't give a limited...
1: damn. It's Amazon Prime. It's supposed to be here the same day. That's what y'all no, told they, me. They, they to do me now.
3: that. They do say I that on their That's what that y'all may, told me. That it may it's not come because of different things. Every time, time I order
1: something, is. it ain't coming today.
3: <laughs> well, Listen, they don't have your Range Rover, okay? Uh, <laughs> a listening a device.
1: Yeah.
3: It's time to get caught up on today's headline, Steve. Let's go.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, with the news and where's my damn package? Miss Ann Trip.
5: Oh my goodness, okay, here we go. As businesses in some states start reopening gradually and maybe some of them have his spices No, next month, the White House is now out with its guidelines on testing.
6: Today we're releasing additional guidance on testing to inform the states as they develop their plans for a phased and very safe reopening. Our blueprint describes how states should unlock their full capacity, expand the number of testing platforms established monitoring systems to detect local outbreaks and conduct contact tracing.
5: Uh, the Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta, they're out with its uh, recommendations for the country's gradual reopenings. And, for instance, the CDC says that businesses uh, should consider closing break rooms. Uh, they say that restaurants could start using disposable menus and plates and that schools could have students eat their lunches in their classrooms instead of in, like, in a big, big lunchroom where they're around a lot of other uh, young people. The CDC is also looking, meanwhile, at sending teams to three states to help stem the now-growing problem of coronavirus outbreaks in poultry plants and other meat suppliers in Virginia, Maryland, and Delaware. U.S. Attorney General William Barr urging federal prosecutors to take legal action, as he puts it, uh, state and local regulations, if state and local regulations are aimed at stemming the corona infection rate, but actually somehow violating the constitutional rights of people or their civil rights. So uh, William Barr says people should take legal action. Uh, This story out of Brunswick, Georgia, uh, an unarmed young black man shot dead by two white men while merely jogging. Ahmad Arbery, a 25-year-old former high school football player, reportedly an avid runner. But on a Sunday afternoon in February, after passing the home of 64-year-old Gregory McMichael, McMichael and his son Travis got guns, jumped in their truck, followed him, eventually murdering him. They claim he looked like someone who'd been breaking into houses, and that they only shot him after calling out to him to stop. Of course, there's no video of this. We don't know if this is a true or not. Even so, he had no burglars' tools on him or stolen merchandise, and the white cops accepted the story and filed no charges. Democratic presidential hopeful Joe Biden received. More- more endorsements, one from House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who says that Biden, with his experience in Congress as well as Vice President, would be, quote, a voice of reason and resilience amid the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Gay civil rights leader Bayard Rustin being posthumously pardoned by the governor of California, who's also promising to create a new process by which other people convicted under outdated laws that punished homosexual activity. Bayard Rustin, a a confidant of the Reverend Martin Luther King and the key organizer of the March on Washington. Finally, today is the Biologic Clock Day. My clock is ticking. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: You're listening to the
3: Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending sports news, The Last Dance starring Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls, the documentary? Well, Steve, we know you watched
1: episodes three and yeah, four. Yeah, I watch them now. Yeah. Now I watch all of them. I'm caught up.
3: All right, so you you know that Michael Jordan still holds a grudge against Isaiah Thomas for walking off the court after the Bulls beat the uh, Pistons back in 1991. Yeah. So take a listen to this.
4: Now you know it wasn't his true actions then. You know, he's time enough to think about it or the reaction of the public that's kind of changed his perspective of it. Oh. Yeah. You can show me
1: anything you want. There's no way you can convince me he wasn't an a**hole. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Said he still don't like him today. <laughs> yeah. Well, know you about. know, it was a sportsmanlike thing to do, you're but fine. to mm-hmm. Isaiah's defense, he said that's how it was done back then. That the Celtics walked off the floor when the bad boys won, didn't get him mm-hmm. no love, they did the same thing when Chicago won, didn't get him no love. I think either way, it was not the thing to do. You know, but they walked off. You know, now LeBron has done it. Walked off in the tunnel, didn't shake nobody's head, took his jersey off. Took his jersey twice. off, there.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah. Okay. So okay. So if some mad. of
1: the cats do it, mm-hmm. and they all catch some type, like Mike was saying, they all catch some type of public thing now, what Isaiah said was true it had happened to them and they did it mm. but they should have gave it to him though you know them yeah they they had been beating them boys up bad well, yeah. it really had, oh, yeah.
2: well
3: Isaiah says uh he he responded he says he's paid a heavy price for for not shaking hands with Michael Jordan uh and the bulls some people feel that is why Isaiah was not on the uh, 1992 uh, dream team for the olympics back in
1: barcelona when yeah. they went that time yeah well, of course yeah jordan yeah. told me yeah. mike, put him mike on said ain't mike but did. i'm gonna tell you something <laughs> too man after then. watching this special so far uh huh. i am telling everybody y'all quit talking to me about who the greatest basketball player of all time is thank because you. it is michael jordan thank you and the reason being y'all and i'm saying this Mm-hmm. They played in a different era of basketball. She Wasn't did. no flagrant fouls. Mm-hmm. Wasn't no you know, technical. There was none of that. Then was hard, vicious fouls. And that's scoring in the paint. And if you look at how Michael Jordan scores, see, it's a different game now. Ain't no more hand checking. They out there dropping threes. Mike scored a lot of points with that mid-range jumper, driving to the hole, pulling up. You don't even see players playing like that no more. This dude right here... After watching them six titles, oh, no, no, this dude right here. And that damn Scottie Pippen, oh, Mm -hmm. Lord God Almighty.
3: (laughs) All right, Steve, coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we'll talk more about The Last Dance and Michael Jordan (laughs) right after this, baby, yeah. You're listening to The Steve Harvey Morning Show. The last dance documentary about Michael Jordan continues to be a runaway smash for ESPN in this sports starved climate. You know, they were supposed to uh, run this whole special in the fall, but because there's no sports right now, they're doing it now. And boy, uh, we talked last break about how Michael Jordan still holds a grudge against Isaiah Thomas, bad boys, you know, the Detroit Pistons back in 1991. We also learned in the doc that uh, Michael said his first NBA championship in 1991 put him somewhere in the category with Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Take a listen.
4: At last, I fit somewhere in the category of Larry Bird and Magic Johnson.
3: We also learned some things that we already knew, like Dennis Rodman was and still is wild. (laughs) We
4: knew that, right? Man. (laughs) I didn't know they gave him some days off and he went to Vegas and...
1: No, boy, no, they, they didn't give it? him. He, no, took yeah. he, took he took them. He took
4: okay.
3: them. <laughs> Ain't nobody giving you no vacation <laughs> in.
1: No season, though. <laughs> business.
3: <laughs> Michael Jordan says he will donate his entire share of the proceeds from the Last Dance documentary, which is believed to be somewhere between three and four million dollars to charitable causes. I love that. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, love
0: man. that. Yeah. So what you did want. you learn about the documentary, Steve, about Jordan, like watching it? That- well,
1: I loved because, you know, you very rarely get to hear Jordan speak on racism mm-hmm. and oh, okay. his past. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, uh, it was enlightening for me because I never, you know, Jordan gets knocked sometimes for not yeah. being an activist mm-hmm. uh, for causes. But that's not what he's here for. That was not his mission in life. And people have to understand that everybody don't get called to the pulpit. Everybody mm-hmm. don't get called for these public missions. But I think he's done so much for the game of basketball, which has changed so many lives. And I think we all have to accept uh, the different callings that we have in our life. So, But hearing him talk about the racism in Wilmington, was very uh, 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 insightful, mm-hmm. how he felt about his parents, what his parents did to keep him out of trouble, his relationship with his brothers, and just his fight, man, his his fight and how he got over it. Very, very inspirational story. Now, with that said, mm-hmm. uh, I'm listening to this talk of LeBron, Kobe, and Michael. Mm-hmm. and please don't anybody take this in any disrespectful way cause Kobe's past I'm, I'm just talking from the pure sense of basketball mm-hmm. we are talking about three outstanding players and in the clutch you can take any one of them now when it comes to the game winning shot in your hand Woo! the game winning shot in Same. your hand you uh, you want Kobe to have the ball <laughs> If you want the man on the team that the team rises to elevate themselves around, you want Jordan. If you want championship basketball, six Come on six man against some vicious cats. He yes. beat the Lakers, he beat the Celtics, mm-hmm. he beat damn Detroit. Hold up man. Mm-hmm. These, these teams was gangsters.
0: Yeah, they were that, mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. no more close. teams like that. No, no.
6: Do right. you understand <laughs> yeah. what
1: the Boston Celtics was with McHale, Parrish, uh, Bird, Bird mm-hmm. Walton, mm-hmm. T- Johnson, Ames. Them boys were nasty. What was, the, boy,
0: what was the guy named that had freckles
1: that played football? Dennis, that Johnson. Right. Dennis Johnson. Johnson. That boy, uh, man, Lord have mercy, lock up his shoot. And 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 these cats and they, they played they beat the Lakers, man. Y'all listen to me. <laughs> listen I to was me. there, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> he beat the best of the best, man. Yeah. Yeah. Forget mm-hmm. the championship. Uh,
0: they, they, uh, the road to get there was tough. That's, that's, right. Right. And, that's and right.
1: Seriously. That's right. And they just they don't have teams like that anymore. The game is not that way. This is a three point game. But yeah. uh, This is a jump shooter's game and a paint dunker's paint. game. Because, you, yeah, you can go in the paint now and dunk because don't nobody live there.
3: Coming up next, the nephew in the building with the prank call for today. That's right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, he has the mama and the daughter hooked. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, but right what? now <laughs> nephew is here ah. with today's prank phone call. What you got for us,
4: Neph? Neighborhood watch. Neighborhood
1: watch. Mm. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. You know the word is watch. <laughs> Tell them uh, it's okay. People I, mean, out I their can window. do it. I can do it. Yeah. I can do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just, just wait. wait. Neighborhood
4: watch. Did he say
0: just wait? <laughs> <laughs> so you washing cars in the
4: neighborhood? Yeah. Hello, <laughs> oh, no. oh, wow. Junior. <laughs> neighborhood watch. There you oh. go. Oh. Dinner?
2: Yeah, you said it. I, I heard it. you. Mm-hmm.
4: Come on, y'all. Mm-hmm. You did. I ain't neighborhood I ain't here at all. I, I
1: ain't there. I, I ain't,
4: ain't here. Say like it again. wash.
1: Neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> You got
0: a cough. I
1: like when he cough, though. That's when I, I know he... Too. Yeah,
0: neighbor. Oh really stop! Let me come. This longer than the Na-
2: prank. Yeah.
3: yeah. You're in <laughs> on strawberry letter time now. Come on. No, I'm not. Neighborhood watch. Yeah. <laughs> That's,
1: That's when a person girl. <coughs> has a washing machine in their front yard.
3: Drink some water. Drink some
4: water.
1: Run, run it, cat. Yeah, don't try so hard. <laughs> Quit coughing.
4: <clears throat> Neighborhood Man, whatever. Run, it, run it. Yeah. Hello? I'm trying to reach Johnny
6: Yeah, this is Johnny Okay, you the one that be doing the neighborhood watch? You be walking your dog doing the neighborhood watch? Is, is that you? Who's this? Is this Johnny Who is this, man? This is PJ. Answer my question. Are you Johnny, Johnny. Slow your road. Slow your road. I'm Johnny and I do the neighborhood watch. Who, who, who is the damn PJ. I'm I Baby, man, hold on, man. Don't call my phone Yell at me, charging me up. Hey, you man, I live, live two streets over from you, okay? And you're supposed to be the neighborhood watchman, but that ain't what you're doing. Now, I done caught what you I'm looking doing? in the window at my wife. When I came outside, you was halfway down the street, you and your damn dog, hey, okay? You so, the what you, doing? you ain't life watching life the neighborhood. You looking, trying what to see this. some in the window. That's what you're, you're doing. Picking some, please, I don't look at that. i do my job, man. I do my na- I do my job. I do the neighborhood watch. I make sure people ain't breaking nobody houses. I got a wife. What the hell? I want to look at somebody else's wife. I got a piece of at home. I
5: want to okay, look, look at then you else's need? Else's then you need to stay out looking through
6: people? Looking through people's window, man. You're supposed to be watching the neighborhood, not watching my wife. Where you say you live again? Cause I, 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 I live two streets. You know what? Oh, I, I tell you what though. I tell you what, Mister Johnny damn people. Tom. I'm gonna show you what a damn people Tom is. Now I'm, I'm gonna, gonna show you one. P- p- now yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, gonna start looking through that. your window, looking at your wife. See, p- one and peep deserves another peep, Mr. Johnny. P- but, but, bring your p- over here. I want you to look. I want you to look in my damn window. I mean, p- this. Who the hell is this? I ain't got time for this, man. I got a job. I got a mortgage. I got kids. I ain't got time for this, man. Go look at a job, man. Go go find a job. Go I, damn got, a damn job. Job. I got, got a job. I got a job. But come. when I'm at work, you got, got, got a job. It. Yeah, you got a job crying like a damn f- Talking about somebody looking at your wife. Ain't nobody looking at your damn wife, man. I got a job. But when I'm, I'm at home, I'm wondering if your f- is back at the house looking through the window at my wife. Please come to my damn house. Please. I'm coming later tonight oh, boy, to look wait, through don't the don't window know. at Man, what the hell are you talking about? Calling me, talking about peeping at, at your damn wife? You nobody. You, that's what you've you been man, doing, ain't man. Been no wife. You probably ain't got no wife. You probably married to a damn midget or something. Man, what the are you talking I've about, man? Talking about not peeping at your wife? You probably got, I got a wife, and you is the you one window, that's been peeping at the window and watching that, the neighborhood. That, but, that, but, that, but that ain't all what you're doing. Is, all I gotta say, come over here now, since you around the neighborhood, you three streets, whatever, how many streets, whatever you are for me. Come right now. I stand outside with my dog, waiting on your I want you to come by. Walk I'm by. coming stand later tonight when what she gets out that shower the same way you was looking through my window. Please, just come by. Don't wait. Just come by now, please. And, okay, I can tell you what.
5: You I'll come by right now, bed, but I'm man. bringing
6: somebody man, with me. You ain't what, Brother, I'm getting ready to slow, to slow down so I can get ready and handle my business, man. I'm getting ready to go and work. Again today, man, what the hell are you talking about, bro? I got two damn jobs. I got a job to work during the day and at night. And in between, I do the neighborhood watch. I'm doing your service. I'm helping your lazy <laughs> out. Do I used to be watching people looking to see if they're looking at your damn watch. Why don't you get you a second job or something, man? Why don't you Google? Why don't you look at muster.com or something? What the hell is wrong with you calling me? Talking about I'm peeping at your damn wife. Man, don't you ever call me with no. B-? Man, who the hell is this anyway? You want to know, know who it is? Yeah, who the hell is this? Because I got something for you. Who is I'm this? I'm going to tell you who it is. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife, Trisha. <laughs> <laughs> i <a> kick Trisha. <laughs> and... And <laughs> ain't right, baby. That ain't right, baby. Johnny, baby, that ain't right. <laughs> man, you got me, man. Cause I said, ain't nobody gonna get me on no prank, man. I don't fall for that. <laughs> ain't got time for that, man. Ain't got no Your wife told me you do the neighborhood watch. Oh, man, she said you do the neighborhood, you walk, you know, because what you got, a Rottweiler? Yeah, that's why I use, man, because I want to be safe, man, just in case something happens. I just stick my Rockefeller on that. (laughs) Man, you got me bad, (laughs) Tommy. Nephew, you, got me bad, man. You good? I'm good, man. I'm a getter, though. I'm a getter. All right, let (laughs) me ask you this, though. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Man, the... Steve Harvey show. <laughs>
0: Damn man. And there you have it.
3: Oh my God.
0: Play too much. Oh, Tommy. You know.
3: King of I'm pranks. King of pranks. King of pranks. I'm on the road, baby. Mm, I'm on the road. You gotta right leave you. these people
4: wise alone.
3: I know. What is
4: wrong with you?
3: And you still don't have a bodyguard. You oh.
4: gotta you gotta you gotta go with you know you gotta get away. He have a
1: bodyguard, he had to fly me in though. <laughs>
3: too late by the
1: time he gets here. Oh, He's going to be hell when he gets there.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Catch me and Jay on Wednesday. It's the stay-at-home T&J stay-at-home coronavirus comedy show. It is on Wednesday, and Jay has made it 6 p.m. Eastern time. So you're already at home. I I will say when you get all work, check us out. But, you know, in the (laughs) evening. (laughs) <laughs> check us out. All right, go to my YouTube my YouTube channel, which is the Nephew Tommy EXP. That's the Nephew Tommy Experience. And check out me and Jay acting a damn fool. The T&J Stay at Home Coronavirus. Comedy show. Its How's best. it going? How's it going? It's going well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going good. Out. I don't know what kind of hat Jay going to have on when we start recording. He, every week, Jay got a different hat on. I swear it was the latest church hat last week. You got to go, I swear to y'all, y'all I got to I didn't see go it go last it. week.
3: I gotta catch
4: up. <laughs> I mean, they got a That's ladies' church hat on, wide brim. <laughs> wow. at, you got to check it out, Shirley. It's crazy okay. All right, I will for sure. I said, okay, Jay. I'm not gonna wear that. He said, "No, we gotta wear hats, man. We wearing hats every show, man. Yeah, yeah. How many hats you got? <laughs> I got about I got about eight or nine hats. Good, we got you gonna run out of here. I got man I, I, man, I got a lot of hats. I know I got, I know I got a good, fifty hats, man. So you got you gotta go buy some hats. Yeah, I can't go buy no hats. Ain't no store. Yeah. There. But I don't know mm-hmm. what you gonna do. You gotta get some hats. <laughs> Repeats. <laughs> See yeah. what
3: did you do with all your hats? You used to wear hats. Yeah, all where your the
1: brims time. at, though? Yeah. Oh, uh, put them online and sold them. Yeah.
3: You sold all. Gave all, of all, of all
1: the money to the foundation.
3: Oh, good for uh, you. Okay. Good for you.
1: Yeah. You're I some wonder brands, boy. I wonder Man, people. Man, we dog, dog. I had over 200 hats. You had wow. a lot of hats. Cuz you had, had summer hats, for your every winter suit hats. Color. Yeah. I mm-hmm. had for every shoe color. My hat mm-hmm. matched my belt and my shoes.
3: <laughs> 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 All right, thank you Nev, <laughs> And thank you Steve for always giving back as usual. Coming up, strawberry letters. Subject he has the mama and the daughter hooked. We'll get into it right after this. You're
2: listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right
4: now. Buggle right. up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter.
3: All right, this one says, uh, the subject is, he has the mama and the daughter hooked. All right, so, dear Stephen Shirley, I'm writing for my friend because she has lost her mind, and I need her to realize what she's doing is wrong. My 28-year-old friend has two children by her mother's 56-year-old boyfriend, who I'll call Larry. Okay? Her mother thinks that she has been dating a guy that she met in college, and she's never even asked to meet this guy. I honestly can't stand Larry, and whenever I'm around him, he seems like a pervert. But my friend is old enough and smart enough to know better. Larry is paying her car note and her rent. Larry only sees her children when they are visiting their grandmother, who happens to be his girlfriend. I don't know what my friend sees in him, but he has some kind of hold on her. I told my friend that her mother will be devastated if she finds out about her affair with Larry. And my friend basically said that her mom is no fool. My friend is college educated and doing well for herself, but she doesn't have any positive role models in her life. After she graduated from college, she moved back in with her mom and three years later, she got pregnant. She confided in me and I told her it was time for her to move out and get her own apartment, hoping that would end the affair with Larry. But she told me that Larry is a real man and guys our age, do not know how to treat women she had the second baby recently and said larry is planning to move in with her to take their relationship to the next level i've been thinking about sending an anonymous letter to my friend's mom to let her know about larry but i don't want any of this to be traced back to me i love my friend but i can't stand what she's doing to her mom how can i get her away from larry please advise This is horrible. I I mean, this is really bad. Yeah, your friend's uh, boyfriend slash, uh, I guess, boyfriend, stepdaddy, whatever he is to her. I I mean, he's just disgusting and foul with it. Uh, and, And your friend, Is she crazy for real? Because she's certainly acting like it. She doesn't get it. And I feel really sorry for her mom. I mean, this is the ultimate portrayal. Uh, Not only are they sleeping together, but two kids came out of this. I mean, they didn't have to have the kids. They didn't have to go that far with it. I mean, they used no protection, had reckless disregard for everything and everyone, all because he's paying your rent and giving you money. And then on top of that, your friend is staying with her mom in her mom's house, how disrespectful. I mean, and the poor babies don't know their own father. Will they ever know? How can they know? Because if they know who the father is, then, you know, the jig is up at that point. And and another thing that's puzzling in this letter uh, for me, Steve, this was, I, I don't know exactly what you meant when you said her mom would be devastated And then your friend said her mother is no fool. I mean, what was she saying? Was she saying that her mother knows or suspects something? I I just don't believe that could be it, because how could her mother know or be no fool about what's going on and then not do something about it or not react? I, I, I don't get that part. But to you, friend who wrote the letter, I I say, you know, I know you care, I know you want to help, and I especially know you feel for the mom, because we all do. But this is just not your business. It's just not. You have to stay out of this and let them work it out for themselves. You have to. Steve, this is crazy.
1: Wow. (laughs) This 28-year-old friend of hers that has these two, 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 two children... By her mother's 56-year-old boyfriend named Larry. Her mother thinks that she's been dating a guy that she met in college. She ain't even never asked to meet this guy. You don't like Larry. Because whenever you're around him, he seems like a pervert. Seems. But your friend is smart and old enough to know better, you say. Okay, well, let's just deal with that part of it. Larry is paying her car note and her rent. Mm -hmm. Larry only sees their children when they are visiting their grandmother who happens to be his girlfriend. Okay, let's stop right here. Okay, Larry is one trifling ass man. He's just a trifling dude. First of all, you got two kids. The only time he sees them is when they over at the house visiting the grandmother. And who do they think Larry is? How trifling can you be? I don't know what my friend sees in him, but he got a hold on her. I told my friend her mama be devastated if she finds out about her affair with Larry. And my friend basically said her mom is no fool. Mm-hmm. My friend is college educated, doing well for herself, but she doesn't have any positive role models in her life. What do having a positive role model in your life got to do with you having a baby by two babies by your mama boyfriend? Right. Yeah. You need a role model to not to do that?
0: To your mama, <laughs> to your own mother. What
1: the house
3: you're
0: living in. You
1: don't need a role model not to do that. Right. Hell, you could know you know not to do that fr- from any damn body. Right,
3: that's right, Steve.
1: Hell, criminals know better than that. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand this right here. I'm trying to make some sense of it. And she said, if you told her mother, your m- friend basically said, her mama no food. We come back. I'll finish this this ignorant ass mess. It
3: is. It's some <laughs> trifling mess going on. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, he has the mama and the daughter hooked. We'll be back right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: The one person in life that's always been in your corner is Mom. From guiding you through life's mishaps to offering real-world advice and a shoulder to lean on, Mom's made the ultimate investment
1: in you. So this Mother's Day, celebrate her with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, when you order early at 1-800-Flowers, you can get 24 multicolored roses for 20% off the original price. It's a great way to make every mom feel loved when it matters most.
3: To order 24 multicolored roses for $39.99. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon, and enter strawberry. That's 1-800-Flowers.com, code strawberry. Hurry, this offer ends Wednesday. Come on, Steve, let's recap today's most trifling letter. Uh, It says uh, the subject, he has the mama and the daughter hooked.
1: 28-year-old girl got two kids by her mama's 56-year-old boyfriend. They gonna call him Larry the friend is old enough to, smart enough to know better. But Larry is paying her car note and her rent. Larry only sees these two children when they're visiting their grandmother. So what is the kids calling Larry? Who is actually their daddy. Mm -hmm. But is they calling him Papa? Uncle Papa? What is they calling Larry? Because they damn sure ain't calling him Daddy. Now, So y'all sitting over there with this dysfunctional-ass family y'all got. And I told my friend that her mother going to be devastated when she finds out about her affair with Larry. Your friend basically said her mom is no fool. My friend is college-educated and doing well for herself, but she doesn't have any positive role models in her life. My last question before we left was, what does a positive role model have to do with you sleeping with your mama's boyfriend and they had two kids by? Right. You don't need a role model not to do that. All you got to do is not be trifling. You don't need a role model not to be trifling. Seems
3: impossible here.
1: Now, after she graduated from college, she moved back in with her mama, and three years later, she got pregnant. She confided in me, and I told her it was time for her to move out and get her own apartment, hoping that she would end the affair with Larry. Now... I thought you said in the letter that he was paying her car note and her rent. She did. So she must be paying her mama rent. So Larry Mm -hmm. is just recycling the money. So Larry give her the money for the rent. She get the money to her mama, and he playing her 56, (laughs) her mama. So he getting the money right back.
3: No, I think she she moved into the apartment, (laughs) Steve.
1: Moved into what apartment?
3: The, the I think when her when her friend suggested that she move, she moved. Even though she no, was no, it with don't her say mom. that in
1: the letter. She confided in me. I told it was time for her to move out and get her own apartment, hoping that would end the affair with Larry. But she told me that Larry is a real man, and mm-hmm. guys our age don't know how to treat women. Oh. Larry's a real man, and guys your age don't know how to treat women? You mean the way he treating your your mama? That's a real man? Because guys your age don't know how to treat a woman? You mean the way he treating your mama and you and them kids? You got a piss poor definition of how a man ought to treat children, mothers, daughters, and women. You have a bad misconception, because he ain't doing nothing for none of y'all. She had the second baby recently and said Larry is planning to move in with her. Okay, so I see what yeah,
3: you're she saying. Does have
1: okay, and Larry's planning to move in with her to take their relationship to the next level. Where is it going? So let me ask you something. You 28, he 56. That's 28 years older than you. <laughs> what, what is the future with this fool? And who the next you he going to meet? Mm-hmm. Now, if he ain't screwed around on your mama with you, you don't think he'll screw around on you with your mama? I mean, are you nuts? He's seeing your mama now.
3: Right. <laughs> it's her mama's boyfriend, Steve. Girl.
1: <laughs> and then, now, crazy. this lady that wrote the letter says, I've been thinking about sending an anonymous letter to my friend's mom to let her know about Larry." You don't have to send a letter. There's no way this can stay hidden. Right. There is no way they can play this all the way out. Because somebody at one point in time got to ask the question, where my daddy? Mm-hmm. Somebody at one point in time has to be responsible for these children. Somebody Gonna let something slip, cause all y'all stupid. If your mama ain't a fool, she gonna find out. Them kids got to look like somebody. Mm. Mm. I feel sorry for the children, man. Yeah,
3: you really do, Steve.
1: This trifling on so many levels, man. Man. This letter's a damn shame. But I don't want any of this to be traced back to me. It's gonna come right back to you. (laughs) Everybody gonna blame you. Larry going to blame you. Your friend going to blame you. The mama going to blame you. You, you this is, this ain't going to work out for nobody in the letter and nobody that wrote the letter. How can I get her away from Larry? You can't. She got to want to fix herself. Just be her friend and be there with her be her to be there for her when she falls. She going to fall. This is horrible. This is all, but don't write that letter, though. Oh, sister, oh, no. don't write please, that letter.
3: No. Thank you.
1: No, please <laughs> yeah. don't. She, she, she gotta stay out of it. Mm-hmm.
3: All right, post your comments on today's ah. Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook. Yeah, that was a crazy one right Boy, there. What Tommy say? God, do You know something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <bro."> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know it's trifling. And please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now coming up at forty-six minutes after the hour. Today is National. Oh, say it isn't so. Today is National Poetry Reading Day. Say it, Shirley. And our resident poet, oh, Junior, is what else? just had his last week. Here with you? a poem. Stop. But it's national now. He's national with it now. We'll be back right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Today is National Poetry Reading Day. No, it's and not. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it
0: is. Yeah, its yeah it's has
3: let, Let's drive it, Steve. It's a national man.
4: day, Steve. I'm feeling Maybe he's improved. I, Maybe I, he's improved. Uh, he you, might know he ain't,
0: you know what? I, I don't feel the love today. I really don't feel
4: No, fit. I don't want you to. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: got not uh, spreading the love anyway. You know? <laughs> Come on, Junior. And uh, I can't junior's believe.
3: here. Junior's here on this. Here national it is. It's
0: the national Poetry
1: Day, day
3: man. Mm. Here it go. Uh-uh. Okay.
0: Words, uh-huh. words, uh-huh. words. I'm sorry. See there. See.
1: Start over, Jules. over it ain't worth
0: it. Words, words, words. That's what I'm all about. I mix them all up in my head, then I spit them out. So here's to all the words, Smith. Be a lady or a man. Just keep bringing that heat with your flowing rhymes, because I'm your biggest fan. Some people think it's easy to take a word and make it rhyme, but you need is imagination and a big cheap glass of wine so here's all the Laurettes, linguists, rappers, and sonneteers of all kinds. Lay down those funky words and tracks, and keep on blowing their mind. So here's to National Poetry Day. You a poet, and you know it. Now go show it. The end. Yeah, yeah,
4: <laughs> that's
0: what I'm talking about, <laughs> <laughs> boy. On, I did Steve. that for Poetry
4: Come Day, on, Steve. I yeah. like Dolomite for a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 thought I had
1: Little to. Little Rudy. <laughs>
4: yeah, I, well, I know you got
0: some. homage, you know. Words, hey. words, They're
1: words. These is all that he can say. Oh, for Junior thought that this was a good title on National Poetry Day. Poetry. We sat here and we listened. We tried to believe as hard as we could. I knew as soon as he opened up his damn mouth uh. that wasn't none of this gonna be worth a damn, <laughs> No, it would. Mm. Words, wow. words, words, words is the name of this poem.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Mm. Why did he name it that when he knew where this was going? <laughs> it was headed to nowhere. Slowly, but not too fast. I But this is Junior's last poem. I promise you, from the bottom and the crack. no, you can't say that, that,
0: Steve.
1: He's flowing,
4: though. You flowing. Keep going, huh?
0: You ain't (laughs) had to rhyme like that. Keep flowing. Oh, my gosh. I've never
3: experienced so much hate for poets.
4: The one thing I love
0: about (laughs)
3: your poems, though, Junior, is the way you end them. Uh, the end. <laughs> yeah. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll uh, we'll talk about something good. Uh, the Harvey Foundation, the virtual mentoring experience. Right after this,
2: you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All
3: right, Steve. In this, tell me something good segment. Um, some tell good me
1: something good. Yeah. yeah.
0: Ding, ding. Ding.
1: Tell <laughs> me, tell me, baby. Steve, we want you to tell us about your virtual
3: um, mentoring Mondays from the Harvey Foundation.
1: Yeah, Um, uh, I surprised some boys uh, all over the country, different parts. uh, They are all thinking that they're coming on to do their interviews to see if they get selected for the camp this year. And so I have some technical people talking to them and then in the middle of it, they say, hey, well, I'm a, I am got a technical difficulty. Let me bring somebody in and straighten it out. Mm-hmm. And then usually as yes, my son. Went and he gets up and walks off camera. And then I come and sit down. And then and that's when the boys usually go. Oh <laughs> uh, what? And they mouth be open. Oh, hell no. Uh-huh. Steve Harvey. Uh-huh. Mama Steve Harvey on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, that's cool. So, uh, that's so then cool. I asked the boys uh, different of things about themselves so i can get to know them a little bit and then we get into it and i ask them is there anything you ever wanted to ask me and they all have questions man Um uh, one of the uh, last week uh this boy wanted to know how do i how do i become a man when i've been around all women oh, wow. and uh you know some of the questions are heartbreaking uh Mr. Harvey, do you think I can ever find me a role model? I ain't talked to my daddy in seven years. Oh, no. You know, mm. and so it's it's really, uh, but I try to keep it lighthearted with the boys, but I always give them, at the end of it, I give them computers. Uh, I gave a kid uh, Monday a uh, $10,000 scholarship from me wow. and my wife wow. uh, to go oh, to school because, awesome. to North Carolina at Uh, I gave him a scholarship to go there. I gave uh, these twins, these little boys that was twins. Mm -hmm. Only one of them was on and he wanted to go to the camp and I took him and his brother. Mm -hmm. And then I get a parent some, uh, some help. One of these dudes' mothers was in really, really bad shape. But she had college degrees and everything had just fallen on hard times and she has a disabled child and she just couldn't keep up with the medical bills and she lost everything. And so, you know, we gave her a few thousand dollars and and, uh, some stuff to help her out with. And it's just a great program, man. It's what I've been wanting to do with some of my downtime instead of doing, you know, I get so many requests to do so many things virally, you know, and I I turn down most of them because I just try to do stuff stuff that's meaningful um, because that's what I try to do with my time now. And But I think the Mentoring Mondays has been really, really rewarding for me and the foundation to to help these young boys like this. And we're starting to get a lot of traction with it, too. Get, getting getting several hundred thousand views on it, so it could be affecting more boys than the, just the one. Beautiful. Oh. That's outstanding, mm-hmm. Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah. Tell me something good. <laughs> That's
3: good news. Yeah. that is so great me, news. Tell yeah. Me
1: <laughs> tell me that you love me. Yeah. That's so
0: excellent mm-hmm. that you continue to do that yeah, virtually. Man. You know, yeah. even during quarantine and lockdown, you know the problem still exists. You, you
4: gotta know, get Hey, creative, Steve, how's huh? the, how's the young yeah.
1: guy you told us about, man? Which one? Oh, the one that got jumped on? Yeah. 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 Oh, he uh, we struggling with that one, man. Because, you know, I mean, nobody can get to him. You know, we all on lockdown and quarantine. But uh, oh, uh, yeah. so the good thing is he's not in school right now. Yeah. So that stopped. The he has bullying. a really, really positive attitude. Uh, his heart just burst when I told him he was coming to the mentoring camp. And then, because uh, we got some cats down there that'll stop all that bullying. Yeah. He, yeah, when he leave the camp, he'll leave with friends and a mentor. We're going to shut all <laughs> that down. But, yeah, you know, our, our program deals with bullying, and we get involved with these boys' lives. And uh, we got mentors that go up to the schools and talk to the boys that's doing the bullying. You, you know, we get a real check and balance system, a lot of success.
3: That's awesome, Steve. All right. Well, coming up, thank you, as always, for giving back. Coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this.
2: You're listening (laughs) to the Steve Harvey (laughs) Morning Show.
3: All right. So, Steve, Tyler Perry wants to get back to work, but he's not doing it without putting some provisions in place. Okay. So listen to this. Tyler won't open his studios until he can implement a coronavirus testing uh, situation for his cast members and his crew members. Tyler also wants everyone to live on site during shooting. For the record, the 330 acre former army facility has 141 barracks, 40 historic homes, and an additional 30 houses Perry's company built on the lot for various productions. He also plans to provide a doctor and a nurse for a hospital building that is also on the site that can be turned into a functional clinic, and the compound includes a gym, bar, and restaurants. At this point, Tyler is just reopening with his own productions. He's doing six TV shows, you know, and it takes just under three weeks to film a season. Cause he
4: knows ah. how to do it
1: quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Mr. He's, he's he's really smart, and that's the way to do it. He's in Atlanta where George is opening up, but he's very smart, man. Mm-hmm. And if he's going to take these type of precautions, he's got enough land. I've been all over that studio. He took me on a tour. He's got enough houses built over there and enough lands for his crew can live right there without getting infected by anybody else. Once you take the test, that's the safest. And thing. you're cleared. Wow, smart. I want to do Family Feud over there, the rest of it.
3: Congratulations to Tyler Perry, as always. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to
2: the Steve
3: Harvey Morning Show all right steve here we go this is your time time to ask the clo the chief love officer this is from anonymous in the u.s okay <laughs> He's that really down. Or, yeah. <laughs> he really yeah they really don't want to know trying to get that's smart. right who they are all right here we go i'm so embarrassed for cheating on my wife But I get so turned on by my girlfriend being half naked and smelling good and her house smells good and she's feminine and freaky at the same time whenever I'm with her. This is what I long for from my wife, but she no longer gives me that. I want the same little freaky and fine woman back that I married. Why do some wives think it's cool to let the spark go out of their marriage? Steve Harvey, C-L-O.
1: Well, Ah. dog, listen to me. Careful. I don't think that you can blame Mm -hmm. women for this. Women are reactionary creatures. And I have found through experience, if you dig deep behind it, it's usually due to something. If the spark is gone in your wife, could it possibly be anything you've done to stop igniting the spark,
2: mm. and and, and mm-hmm. I'm just,
1: look and look, man, real. I'm just, I'm just I'm I'm just keeping it one hundred with you, because women are very reactionary people. They can't just mm-hmm. hop into the sack when you're ready. They have to have a reason, and if we stop giving them the reason, then it can affect that. Now, what you've done is the atypical thing that a lot of men will do if you're not getting what you want at home some men go outside to find it mm-hmm. this will eventually backfire mm-hmm. sad to say it will yeah. eventually backfire now this woman who is a uh, feminine freaky fine house always smelling good and all like this she probably ain't running behind no kids either Mm -hmm. so she can be freaky feminine and fine and you only come over there every now and then so all she got to do is pull it together every now and then you with your wife on the day-to-day year-to-year
3: especially in the quarantine
1: and Mm -hmm. so bruh I, I know you want it back so in order to get it back You got to give back to her what you used to give. And if you think about it closely enough, I can almost assure you if you retrace your steps, you can find something that you stopped doing.
3: Uh -uh. All right. Coming up, our last break of the day. Last break of the day. (laughs) You sound sick. (laughs) All right, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Here we are. Last break of the day, as promised. It's been a good day.
0: Yeah,
4: busy right day. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. We heard two two great two different poems we heard today. That was different.
3: <laughs> yeah. Crazy <laughs> strawberry letter.
4: Ooh, yeah, that, that strawberry there, right Mr. Was, Larry.
3: Need his ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> a, a daughter was sleeping with her mother's husband, her mother's boyfriend, and had two kids by him. Doesn't get much crazier than How that with these letters. You go, man. Yeah. Yes, I know. Love. How I know. Low, <laughs> can you go, yeah. man? That's, man, that's one for the books, mercy. right there. <laughs> it is. I ain't trying right. to get to heaven uh uh-uh, uh <laughs> at all, right? No uh-huh. mama dog? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Steve, it's on you. Time for our closing remarks. You ready?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um this is a different type of closing remark because this is just a personal commentary. Um, I don't know if this'll be inspirational or more so as it will be just for me to vent some things that I've been thinking. Um, during this time that we've all had to deal with I think about our country America Um, I I grew up here my family is here, my friends are here a lot of businesses here, some of my closest relationships are here so this country belongs to me to a degree and so I have every right to say what I'm about to say about it I'm just curious though As we go through this challenging time in America, and we are dealing with the leadership that's coming from Washington, D.C., and the leadership that's coming from the governor's mansions around this country and the mayor's offices, uh, I have a, a, a way that I've been looking at this. I think the mayors overall are doing a fine job of it. I think most of the governors get it. Some of them don't. But when it comes to Washington and Pennsylvania Avenue, I just don't know what's going on. I can't get a bead on exactly what they're saying because there's so many mixed signals. Now, we're in an election year. (laughs) Now, me, for me, uh, every person only gets one vote. Uh, we as African-Americans have got to start to valuing our vote the way other people do because there's not a candidate anywhere that does not think the black vote is important, the African-American vote is important, and they're leaning very heavily to understand the importance of the Latino vote. In other words, all minority votes count. And if we started uh, respecting it and taking care of it, the way they ask for it every four years. Now, they don't care about us the rest of the time. But during an election year, oh, they show up because they need that vote. But the person that we have in the White House, you have a chance to vote for him or you have a chance to vote against him. That's really what this is gonna happen in November. And so whoever you vote for, that's your business. I wanted to just to ask you a question in the form of a commentary. The person that's in the White House now, I wonder if you're really, really a Trump supporter. I'm just asking you a question here. Is this the example of who you want your kids to look up to as a leader? Is this an example of how you would act or behave as a leader? Would you do it the way he's done it? Or would you do it differently? Would you say any of the things he said? Or would you have phrased them differently? W- would you would you would you try to convince people that nothing was your fault when clearly it the blame has to be squarely on your shoulders because you're the leader? If you were his wife. Would you be accepting of all of this? This is just a weird time for me. And as we go into this election, man, and uh, he he does rallies and he has so many supporters, it kind of just throws me off a little bit. And once again, if you vote for him, that's your business. If you don't vote for him, that's your business. But in my commentary, I'm just asking this question right here. Is this who you are? Because what's frightening to me is there's a lot of good people who are conservatives, a lot of good Democrats, a lot of good left-wing, a lot of good right-wing. It's a lot of good socialists. It's a lot of good people on both sides of the aisle. And in their own way, they both are right to a degree. Because there is no one or no thing that's exact and right 100%. So we all are right to a degree, but in your righteousness, can you really say that he's the person you want representing you? That he's the person that exemplifies the American way? And if you can look back at all he's done and said and claimed and changed, and you could say, this is, how we would like to be represented, then that's you. And that's scary. And that's the thing that saddens me about this is because you can look at a person and know he is ever so wrong. And you can't look at everything he does and and, and let it slide and be ever so wrong and go along with it anyway. I'm not that guy. I'm just not that guy. And I'm just wondering how many people are. We got to vote. Your vote counts. That's my closing remarks. All right. That's it for today. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Normally I say, hey, look, have a great weekend, y'all, but uh, just have another day like you did the other day.